If you don't think there is magic in writing, you probably won't write anything magical. Terry Brooks. You're listening to Writing Roots, brought to you by Aspen House Publishing. Welcome to Writing Roots. I'm Lee Holt. And I'm Lee Esses. I am a huge fantasy author. One of the reasons that I like to write fantasy is because of magic. I grew up watching Disney princess shows and reading fantasy books and just wanting magic to be a part of my life. I want to talk about how to write magic. There's different levels of magic that you can use in your stories and what level of magic you choose really determines how that magic is used in your plot because that is the purpose of having magic in a world for the plot. Let's talk about the basics real quick. There are three, I guess, main categories for types of magic in a story. You have your soft magic, very much Lord of the Rings, very much Chronicles of Narnia, where it is there. The reader doesn't understand it. But we kind of accept it. As part of the world. One thing about the soft magic, it is never the deus ex machina. It is never the thing that saves the world. It gets them into trouble. They have to get themselves out. Yes. I just read The Silver Chair by C.S. Lewis in the Chronicles of Narnia series. And basically the only magic is the villain's magic and Aslan's magic that sends them off in a bubble to where they need to go. Yes. There's no explanation of how that works. Absolutely none. I don't really feel like we need it. Exactly. It's not needed because it's not saving the day. It's getting them into the trouble and then they have to use the resources that they have to get themselves out, which is not magic. The other main magic system are your hard magic systems. These are magic systems that are very well explained, very well laid out in how they work, how they're used. So can I just have a chapter talking about how the magic works? Absolutely not. So what do I do? (laughs) The best way to explain your magic system and how it works is have that your main character and your mentor get together and talk about it and actually train. Brandon Sanderson, Mistborn, really did a good job with this. I'm really sorry, guys. You will hear a lot about me from Brandon Sanderson, about Brandon Sanderson. (laughs) Especially we're talking about world building. (laughs) Magic. Yes. He did kind of that training montage of let's do, introduce this particular aspect of your magic first. Let's focus on these basic things and we'll get to the other stuff later because the other stuff is more complicated. Let's focus on this first. And then we would hit a plot point. And there would be something exciting and then he'd go back into training and then we'd hit something exciting and then back into training. So it's not all training, but he's giving us time to understand how things work. And a reason to keep reading otherwise with all the plot points. Yes, because you have those things that are driving the story still. You said three kinds of magic. Yes. Soft, hard. And hybrid. So this is the mixture of the two where you have magic that is used a lot and by the main characters, but it may not be fully understood. This is a dangerous place to be because you really have to establish that it's not the magic saving the day, that it is the characters saving the day to make it satisfactory for your readers. Someone said that any sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic. And in my magic systems, I like it to translate the other direction where magic shouldn't be able to solve anything that technology can't also be able to solve. So the struggle between characters, magic is not going to solve that unless, you know, you would also solve it with a gun. Yeah. 
Harry Potter is probably a great example of the hybrid system because you do learn with the characters different spells, but you don't learn exactly how the magic functions and how the magic works, where the magic comes from. This is a fairly common type of magic system for pantsers because they kind of make the system up as they go. But that's really dangerous because you can run into situations where you forget things that you did or you don't do things quite right, which is why notes when you are building your magic system are super important. Make sure you're tracking those things that you're including in your magic system, especially if you're going with a hard system or even a hybrid system. Let's go into the specifics of magic. There are basically two sources traditionally in magic systems. You have an internal source and you have an external source. Internal source is they're born with it or they train and it's it's them that becomes able to Makes use them magic. Special. Yeah, it, it's the special. It's a superhero thing. You have the external sources, which is uh, they're hit with gamma rays and suddenly they're the Hulk. The invincible. You know, they read a book and with this book, they can then use magic. So what's the difference between um, superpowers and magic? Magic tends to be more diverse than superpowers. Superpowers, you usually have one person limited to a very small set of things. And, And sometimes your superheroes, your superpowers aren't really even super. Because you have people like Black Widow, who's just a fantastic assassin. Yes. And that's why she's in the Avengers. Or Hawkeye, who is just a really, really good archer. But then you have Captain America, who is just super soldier. He he was given a serum, and then he became special. Yes. So it is, a lot of the times, It's they're very specified. Magic is something where we affect outside things with their abilities. And you get a, a wider variety of things that I, as a sorcerer, can light something on fire, call an object to me, and turn Lee's hair purple. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> <laughs> One magic user can do a wide variety of things, while a superhero is very limited in their abilities, traditionally. There are some that break that, but that's that tends to be more what defines it. So we talked about internal and external. When you have a magic system, a lot of the time you'll have things that are either required or will help you do your magic. So Harry Potter, you have wands that channel that source. In a lot of like D&D sorcery kind of stuff, uh, traditional witchcraft, you have ingredients in spells and potions that you have to mix. I would say one of those ingredients is often a physical movement or some kind of incantation. You know, double, double, boil in trouble. They're doing a dance. They're talking a thing. That's more historical magic than a lot that you're going to see in fantasy nowadays. But that's something to consider as you weave your system together. Because that's the nice thing about your magic system is it doesn't have to be like everybody else's magic system. Yes. You can make it unique. What we're talking about today are suggestions and things that we run into traditionally. One thing that you really, really need to consider when you're developing your magic system are your limitations. Brandon Sanderson has his three-ish laws of magic. The first one is kind of what we talked about with the hard, soft, and hybrid magics, where the ability to resolve the conflict is directly proportional to your reader's understanding of the magic. The second one is your limitations are greater than the power. What limits your character is often what makes it more complex and makes it more interesting for the reader. Superman, he is not a very complex character because there's one limitation that he has, and it's a rock. 
but you have other characters like Batman who he has established his own limitation of not killing people. He also is limited by his physical abilities because he's just a human. The limitations are what drives your character to develop and become more and be able to accomplish the end goal. Would there be differences in a personal character limitation and a like a magic system limitation? Yes, there is a big difference there because you'll get this kind of limitation with your main character versus your antagonist. Your main character will have that personal limitation of, I am only going to use my magic for good. I'm not going to use certain abilities. I'm not going to use certain spells because that's bad. In Harry Potter, you had Fiendfire that uh, in the seventh book destroyed the Room of Requirements and ended up destroying one of the Horcruxes. Hermione ended up making the comment of, oh yeah, well, that's what that was, but I never would have used it because it's too dangerous. They could have gotten way further, way faster in the plot of the story if she had just said that earlier and done it. That is a personal limitation that it's not a limitation to the magic because she could have done it. She just set that limit on herself. And that can be a little bit more interesting than just the magic being the limit. One thing that I wish I would see more often in writing are unusual magic systems. Mm -hmm. A really good way to do this is actually science-based magic. Hmm. A really good example of this, Brandon Sanderson. (laughs) His his two main ones that I constantly talk about, Mistborn and Stormlight Archive, are very based on science. So you have in Stormlight where the different magics affect gravity. But it's all kind of basic scientific principles. You have your gravitation. You have your abrasion. That's the the breaking apart. Cohesion is that the bringing things together and binding them. And he's used all of these things to create a very different but understandable magic system. If you want to write a magic system, don't limit yourself in your starting point. Be creative, be unique, be new as you're trying to develop it. And that will be interesting to your readers. But develop it. Don't just say, ooh, magic, yay. It's pretty. Create a system, establish rules to create something that you can use through your whole story and do that hard magic system. Tune in in October because the entire month is all about writing what you don't know. And if you want us to cover a particular topic, shoot us an email. Yeah, we want to work it in, get it answered, and help you become a better writer. Mm -hmm. And until then, write selfishly. If you have a question or comment for our hosts or a topic you'd like us to cover, send us an email at writingroots at aspenhousepublishing.com or find us on Facebook by searching for Aspen House Publishing. 